Hello there, everyone. Welcome to Digital Nomad Mastery, the podcast and the video cast where we teach you how to make money while traveling the world. And on uh, today's episode, we actually are doing a series of uh, different guests who are either living, working, or traveling through Medellin. We've interviewed already about seven or eight different guests all about uh, Medellin, which is one of the biggest digital nomad hotspots in the world, and definitely the, digital, the biggest digital nomad hotspot here in South America. I actually had an opportunity to spend about a month uh, exploring Medellin, living in different suburbs. I was staying in Lorelas and El Poblado and El Centro and then Invigado, uh, connecting with uh, locals there, uh, running at different events, speaking at different events, even ran my own workshop. And um, yeah, and I, I really fell in love with the city and I love interviewing people who are either based there, living there, working there, or traveling through there. So on today's episode, we actually have the Medellin guru himself, the founder of Medellin guru, Jeff Pashke, uh, who is actually uh, living in Medellin for several years now, uh, and uh, he's created amazing site and amazing resources for people who are uh, going to be either settling uh, in Medellin as an expat, or maybe traveling through like someone like myself, or uh, somewhere in the middle between a short term, a long term, or a indefinite uh, uh, visitor to Medellin. Uh, so Jeff's the founder of Medellin Guru. We're going to be covering about him, his background, and the site. So Jeff, uh, why don't we get to know you a little, bit, a little bit better if you want to share a quick background about yourself and a little bit more about yourself. Okay, well, I've been traveling to Colombia now for, for over 10 years, and I discovered Colombia back in 2006 when I was looking for a new vacation place. Um, I found this book, The Top 100 Places to See in a Lifetime, and two places in that book caught my, caught my attention, Cartagena, Colombia, and Rio de Janeiro. And I ended up going to Cartagena because it was closer and cheaper. Um, and I loved, I had a fantastic time in Cartagena, and I went back on vacation. And on one of, one of my trips to Cartagena, I met some expats. I said, well, you need to go to Medellin. And that's how I discovered Medellin. And when I first came to Medellin, I fell in love with the city because it's, it's in a valley surrounded by mountains and it has the perfect climate. Um, and so over a period of, of, of a few years, I kept taking all my vacation time in Medellin. And then I, then I finally, I was working out of my house in the U.S. And there's really no difference about working out of my house in Colombia as well. Um, so I started a trial of living here in Medellin, loved it, and then slowly over a couple of years, I transitioned my time to actually living full-time in Medellin. I can definitely see why you fell in love with the city. I, I did as well when I was there for the good month. Uh, I actually loved this, uh, the city, the standard of living, cost of living super cheap. Definitely the climate is a big bonus and it's such a beautiful city from an aesthetic or visual uh, point of view. And there's so much to do as well. There's so many different events and a lot of different foreigners you can connect with. So, And the people, of course, are super hospitable and friendly. So uh, you, you've been based there. Tell us about uh, your life there over the last few years. Uh, what have been some of the good things and also some of the struggles <laughs> and challenges? Well, you know, living here, I, I've lived here in Medellin now for seven years. The first couple of years, I was splitting my time between the U.S. and Medellin, but I've, I've now been here over four years full time. Um, in terms of struggles, uh, you know, certainly moving to a foreign country where they don't speak very much English, the language was a challenge. 
Um, and I actually spent over a year taking Spanish classes at Universidad IFIT, which is a university here that actually has reportedly the largest Spanish language program in Colombia. So I took classes there and it improved my Spanish to the point where I, I now speak Spanish at the intermediate level, which is perfect for getting around. Um, some of the, some of the you know the the positives um, after after living for, here for a while, I met a Colombian woman that uh, we started dating and we were married a couple years ago. So that's definitely a big positive. So curious about the, the marriage. How, how, uh, tell us about some of the differences in terms of culture and mindset and uh, uh, a little bit of uh, how it is to be married to a local. Well, definitely, you know, there's the, the one benefit is now I have somebody that I can practice my Spanish with all the time. <laughs> um, in terms of cult culture, I'd say that Colombians are definitely a lot more family oriented. Um, you know, family is incredibly important to Colombians. And so basic, basically, they get together all the time and big get togethers because Colombians tend to have very big families. Um, I've had event, things, things with, with my wife's family at our place where 25 people show up. <laughs> and, and that's not her whole family because she has family also in other cities in, in Colombia. Um, but definitely, you know, I'd say I've learned a lot about living here with a different culture, um, and, and definitely love living here in Medellin. Amazing. And you love it so much. You actually created a whole website dedicated to it. <laughs> uh, so you, you're the founder of Medellin Guru, which is actually not that old. Uh, at the time of the recording of this interview, it's about six weeks. Uh, so re really real infancy stages. Uh, I'd love to hear a little bit about the background and the origin story. Uh, tell us about the idea and how did you take the idea of Medellin Guru and implement it into the site that it is now? So actually, over over three years ago, I I started doing some freelance writing. My experiences living in Colombia and living in Medellin, um, for for and and specifically, I wrote for Living the Best Overseas, which is a foreign retirement publication. I did some writing for one of the local real estate firms here, and also did some writing for a, a, a blog about Medellin, um, another uh, another blog about Medellin. Um, but uh, a couple months ago, I decided that I, I really wanted to do my own thing because I thought I could do things, I, I, I could do things better and I could do more. Um, it's, so this, this, new, this new Medellin Guru blog is a, really a passion project for me. It's a way for me to give something back to a city that's changed my life. Um, and so launched the site uh, six weeks ago. Um, the site is, is amazingly successful, uh, exceeding my expectations. Um, already in that six-week period, have published 35 articles on the site. Um, and also, I've recruited a number of other writers, other expats living in the city, to also write articles for this new site. And on the site, uh, what are the major things you're covering? Uh, tell us about the broad uh, themes and also some of the subcategories. Uh, so, you know, I'd say the, 
the mission of Medellin Guru um, is to be the most trusted, accurate, and up-to-date source of information about Medellin for tourists, for expats living in the city, and for expats considering or looking to move to the city. Um, so actually covering a wide variety of topics, um, things from things to do, restaurants, uh, experience of expats that live here, uh, expat tips, um, and also also travel, you know, things to do here, here close to Medellin, um, and also planning to cover some of the other major cities in, in, in Colombia as well. And uh, what is your vision going forward? So right now it's really, uh, like I said, infancy, six weeks. Uh, where do you see yourself uh, in terms of Medellin Guru in the next few months, years, and beyond? <laughs> Excellent question. Um, you know, at, at this point, there's there the the site is is doesn't have any monetization methods, um, but definitely planning to monetize the site. For the first couple months, my focus is on on building a following and also building kind of like a content creation machine uh, to create a lot of content. Um, but in the next few months, I'm planning to add some uh, start to add some monetization. Um, planning to do some affiliate marketing on the site, also planning to sell some ebooks on the site, and also planning to do some services for expats uh, as well from the site. As, as far as a vision, a, you know, a, 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 a long-term vision, um, you know, I, one of the goals for the site is to uh, help change the perception of Medellin uh, so that it, you know, Medellin has a negative perception by foreigners, is to help change that, that perception so that Medellin is seen by foreigners as a great place to visit and a great place to live. Um, and longer term, I'd like to actually not only cover Medellin, but cover the other major cities in Colombia as well. So soon to be not only the Medellin guru, but the Bogota guru, the Cartagena guru, <laughs> and then eventually the whole Colombia guru, and maybe even the South America guru. <laughs> well, there's certainly lots of opportunity. Um, the, the tourism here in Colombia is, is, is starting from a small base, but is growing rapidly. Um, you know, the number of tourists that are coming to Colombia, especially after the, the peace agreement with, with uh, the guerrillas here in Colombia, tourism is booming in Colombia. Um, and so, so there's, there's demand for information about Colombia. And so this site will provide that. <laughs> yeah, I was actually quite surprised by that when I arrived in Colombia. There were actually a lot more tourists than I thought because, uh, you know, I mean, obviously there's the reputation of it being dangerous and unsafe mm -hmm. from the past. But now I think uh, it is very safe uh, based on my experience there. And uh, I was amazed at how many foreigners are there, uh, especially Medellin, but all over. Like I was in Cartagena just uh, last week, and in Cartagena it's like flooded with tourism, right? Uh -huh. So, uh, and I came over to, here to Ecuador, and definitely less tourists here in Ecuador. Uh, so, yeah, the Colombian tourism is definitely booming. And I think you've really positioned yourself well by setting up a website and resources and providing info uh, for people. So if people wanted to visit, uh, what would you say are the top things to do in Medellin? If people had maybe three to five days, what would you suggest as a typical itinerary for a visitor? 
Actually, we, we on the site we put together kind of a, a like an itinerary. It's kind of it's it's things to do in a day in Medellin, um, and so there's already already something on the site that 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 speaks to that. Um, there's certainly a number of of places you can go to get incredible views of the city. Um, there's this Pueblito Paisa, which is kind of like a mock uh, pueblo that's located up on a hill. And so f when you go to see this, you get inc an incredible view of the city. Um, you can also take, uh, Medellin has the only metro system in Colombia, uh, which is another, another one of the benefits of living here. It's possible to live here without a car, which I've done for seven years. Um, but from this metro system, they also have integrated cable cars that go up in the hills. And so you can actually take these cable cars and, and, and get incredible views of the city. Um, there's also some very nice museums uh, here in, in Medellin that are worth, worth visiting. And there's tons of great restaurants. <laughs> Yeah, I did several of those things you mentioned, including the uh, Pueblo de Paisa. Definitely a great uh, place to see the view of the city. Cable cars, outstanding. Uh, I did all three. There's three different cable cars. Uh -huh. Went up to Park Avri, and then went up to Comuna uh, Tres, uh, 13, uh -huh. and uh, really loved uh, the cable cars. My kids especially. And, and <laughs> the, the surprising thing, it's so cheap to ride the cable cars. It's like 80 cents, 80 cents exactly. or something to ride the cable cars. So. It's, it's, you know, it's interesting. The cable cars are integrated into the metro fare, so you pay one fare and you can go on the metro train to the station where you get to the cable cars, and it's all included, basically. <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and one of them, I actually uh, I got off at the at a park I and explored, but the other two, mm -hmm. I actually did the loop. I went from the metro, did the loop, the cable car, so 80 cents, I did the, the, the metro train, the cable car up, Cable car back down, and then the metro back in 80 uh -huh. cents for the whole trip. Amazing. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> exactly. First, you know, if people wanted to uh, not just visit as a tourist, but uh, settle there, like such as yourself, without mm -hmm. getting married to a local, because that's obviously the best way to get a visa. Uh, but how, how else can people get there in terms of uh, uh, retiring there or uh, becoming an expat there or living there long term? What are the options for people? So, so Colombia has about 20 different uh, visa options. Um, some of the most popular ones are, are uh, there's, a, there's an investment visa, uh, which the lowest investment uh, requirement is about $25,000 at the, at the current exchange rate, uh, which, which would give you a visa. Um, there's also uh, retirement visas and the income, Income requirement for a Colombian retirement visa is very low. It's only like uh, $750 a month. Um, so that's another popular option. There's also student visas uh, where you can come here, take classes, and get a visa as a student. Um, and then there's also work visas. Um, you can come here, get a job with a Colombian company, and get a visa where you can stay here full time. But even, even without a visa, you can come here and spend uh, six months uh, out of the year as a tourist. Um, so without a visa, it's possible to come here and spend a lot of time uh, without a visa. 
And there's kind of a loophole to that system where if you come in like June, you can stay six months of the December, uh -huh. and then boom, it renews, and you another six months. So technically, you could actually stay a whole year in Colombia without leaving. Exactly. Well, you'd you'd have to you'd have to leave like at the at the midpoint and and just leave and come back. Um, because basically the way it works is you, when you come as a tourist, you get a 90-day tourist visa, but you can extend that in Colombia for another night without leaving the country. Um, but then, you know, either you'd leave, go, go someplace for a day and come back. <laughs> uh, and you can spend another, another uh, six months here. Awesome. Um, so uh, what are some of the different events and uh, communities that people can get uh, involved in? Uh, I, I was just there a month and literally there was stuff happening every single day of the week. And sometimes <laughs> I things and I'm like, oh man, I don't know if I should go to this event or this event or this uh -huh. event. Every ages to uh, meetups, to uh, different uh, speaking engagements and uh, digital nomad events. So what are some of the, uh, the different events that you've experienced over the last uh, you know, five to seven years, and also some of your favorites. Well, so, so, so definitely, there's, there's, there's a, a you know, a, a very active expat community here in in Medellin. Um, so there's there's several monthly meetups, and these are these tend to be pretty large. Um, I went to one. Uh, I went to one a couple days ago um, that was hosted by by Internations. Um, and ha it had about 50, 50 attendees. Um, you mentioned Digital Nomads. They have a meetup every month here in Medellin, and there tends to be anywhere from 25 to, I I've been to a couple of those that were very large that had 60, 70 people. Um, you mentioned the language exchanges. They're very active as well. And plus there's all kinds of other meetups. There's actually a couple very, very large, um, um, Facebook groups. Uh, there's one expats um, Medellin, and there's another one digital nomads Medellin that have literally thousands of members. And there's events all the time that are posted to those Facebook groups. Awesome, Jeff. So, uh, so uh, in terms of you personally, uh, do you you see yourself long term in Medellin, or are you going to be heading back to the U.S. or maybe? Uh, <laughs> You want to pull out your crystal ball and uh, tell us a little. Bit. <laughs> uh, so my my my. We know, we know your. We know your vision for managing guru, but what about for Jeff? Well, so so my vision is is to to you know at least for the foreseeable future to to, to continue living here. Um, I'm kind of spoiled now with the climate and the low cost of living, um, so it'd be be hard for me to actually pick up and move and go somewhere else. Um, and so at least, you know, at least for the, for the foreseeable future that I can see that I'm, I'm planning to continue uh, living here in Medellin. Sounds amazing. And I definitely look forward to meeting you again when I return. I, I know I'll be back because it's such an amazing uh, city. Uh, if people wanted to connect with you, uh, check out your website, Medellin Guru, and uh, follow you across social media. What's your site and handles? Um, if you go to the Medellin Guru site, the the basic basically there's a, there's a contact page on there that you can contact me directly, um, and then of course there's there, we're active also on 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 Facebook, Twitter, Instagram as well. 
Well, uh, you know, it was great meeting you in Medellin and spending uh, some quality time with you. And now, great to reconnect here on the podcast and videocast. Thanks so much for your time. I look forward to catching up with you soon, Jeff. Okay, thanks a lot. Uh, and, and I just want to point out that I went to, to Ricky's uh, Digital Nomads Mastery Workshop when he was here in Medellin. Fantastic. <laughs> uh, thank you for the plug. Uh, yeah, definitely unsolicited, but I appreciate uh, your <laughs> comments about the workshop. Uh, yeah, for those of you listening and watching, I actually run my Digital Nomad Mastery Workshop in different cities as we're traveling. I run one in Medellin. I'm looking to run one in Lima with my buddy over there, Alvaro, and uh, most likely in uh, Buenos Aires as well. And I'm always looking to run it wherever uh, I can. So, And I'm looking to partner with local people who can help promote it and uh, help host it. So it's an amazing workshop, as Jeff mentioned. Uh, you know, you can check out, check out more info on our website, digitalnomadmastery.com. So uh, thanks again, Jeff, and we'll catch up with you soon. Okay, thanks. And uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode. Make sure you click on the link below uh, to the website, managingguru.com. Sign up for email updates. Jeff uh, sends out a weekly uh, email um, update about all the different articles on there. Um, and I actually uh, will be posting on there as well uh, about uh, travel to Medellin with kids. Uh, so stay tuned for that article as well. So thanks, everyone, for tuning into this episode of Digital Nomad Mastery, where we're doing an in-depth exploration of Medellin with several different digital nomads, expats, and uh, travelers who are living there, working there, and visiting there. Make sure you check out the other links to the other interviews, and we'll catch up with you soon. Thanks for tuning in to this episode. Happy travels, everyone.